Hello and welcome to the Christmas edition of the Style Stories podcast with me, your host, personal stylist, Lisa Gilby. Today's episode isn't your usual episode. It's dedicated to Christmas. We're a few days away from Christmas 2023. I'm joined today by Sally from Queen Bee Styling and Sarah from Sartoria Lab, two very established London stylists, to talk what we're going to be wearing over the festive season, if we have any traditions at home, if we're ready for Christmas, but also the controversial article that was recently in the Daily Mail that stated that if you're over 50, you're too old to wear sequins. We'll be discussing this and more, having a bit of a laugh today. It's a good episode to listen to when you're wrapping presents. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Christmas edition of the monthly mashup, the end of 2023. We are less than one week until Christmas Day, and I'm joined today by Sarah and Sally. Sarah from Queen, no, Sarah from Sartoria Lab, and Sally from Queen Bee Styling. All the S's. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Hi. We've got a few things to talk about today. It's Christmas focused. The whole topic of conversation today is going to be focused around Christmas because it's a festive edition, obviously. And I'm kicking off with something that is very, very the Style Stories podcast, which is an article that I noticed in the Daily Mail. And I don't know if the two ladies have read it, Sarah and Sally, but it was written by someone called Shane Watson. And Shane Watson, the title, which is quite clickbaity, is... Sorry, but if you're over 50, sequins are a no, exclamation mark. And then it goes on to say how to dress like a grown-up. And I just, before I throw it, throw it out to the floor, one of the things it says in this article is sequins are high up on the list of things that can make the over 50s look dowdy in an occasion dress, in inverted commas, kind of way. Right, let's unpack this. So... Sarah, would you like to start with this? Have you read the article? I have read it, yes, because I saw you posting well to it and I thought, well, it's got to be read, hasn't it? And I thought, so what, I'm keeping my sequin top that I bought last year, I don't care. Because I feel like it's sort of a, it's a high neck, it's a t-shirt shape, I can wear it with stuff, different stuff, so it doesn't look frumpy, even though I am definitely over 50. And like, who cares, really? And that there's loads of lovely sequin skirts around that I've seen. So, and I've seen people wearing them with, you know, jumpers or t-shirts and it's kind of making them casual as well. So I think it's more about how you style it than whether it's just that particular thing that makes it look frumpy. Don't you? Like, it, and I think it's all to do with your hairstyle and that sort of thing as well. So I don't think it's just sequined look frumpy. I don't think you could say that. Sally, what do you think? I... I think it's a load of nonsense that's designed to shock. I think the whole article is obviously designed to wind people up and it has and it has done um, its job because it's got a reaction. I think you can wear sequins if you want to wear sequins, much like anything else at a certain age. I don't think age, there is age, well, I think you dress how you want to at your age. I think that's the main thing, how you feel comfortable. So there are certain things that I don't want to wear as a 51-year-old that I probably would wear as a 21-year-old. But I think the choice is mine. And I don't think anybody should tell people of a certain age how to dress. I think that's that's completely wrong. And I, I don't think... I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous because it's, it's down, like Sarah says, it's down to your style. You know, a 30-year-old 
um, can look frumpy in sequins if it's worn in a certain way, as can a 50-year-old. I mean, it's it's absolute nonsense to say it's age-related. Having said that, I do, I am having a problem with sequins because they are so environmentally unfriendly. I'm, I lo absolutely love them, but I just find it hard to, you know, I haven't bought any this year, even though I love the trousers. And I probably, if I wanted to buy them, I'd probably buy them secondhand now because they are so bad. But, you know, that aside, I think if you've got sequins in your closet or your wardrobe, why do I say closet? I'm... English, but um, if uh, yeah, if you've got your sequins in your wardrobe and you love them and you want to wear them and yeah, at any age, just wear them. These articles are designed on purpose to suck the joy out of things and put fear into people. So anyone listening, please ignore it because it's basically literally that the title of the piece is clickbaity. You know, it's like a big sort of statement, and it's that sort of making women doubt themselves and feel like once you're past a certain age, I know we talk about this a lot, but it, it still keeps happening. Still getting these articles now. And it isn't about, like Sally says, absolutely right. You know, and you agreed, Sarah, as well. You know, it isn't about wearing uh, the sequins. It's about how you wear things. And that's really, you know, just get clear on your style. You can wear them in many different ways. For me, I, the way it makes me feel, I went to a drinks party on Sunday and there were, wide range of ages literally all the way from teenagers up to probably 80s people at this drinks party in someone's kitchen um you know that classic kind of christmas drinks thing that you go to and i looked around the room and there was lot there were loads of sequins sparkling in that kitchen under the light and it just made me feel joyful and it made me feel festive and it made me feel happy and i loved the fact that these people people had made an effort um, you know, and I just think if I see a sparkly earring on someone, I think excellent. If I see a sequin skirt, brilliant. I mean, there is the, the ethical element of it, Sally. Um, but we will do another podcast on the ethical side of it, definitely another time. But I just, it sort of, I love the fact that I keep seeing people on a Tuesday morning walking to work in sparkly shoes. It's just a whole, isn't it? It's like, yeah. I'd say I feel the same. I went to a lunch thing and I, um, we walked in and someone was in like a green sparkly sequin top and it was just, it made you feel like, yeah, it's money time. It was, it was just fun. It looks nice. It was very different from what she normally wears. Um, and it was, yeah, it was just like all about a sense of occasion and it was just really nice that she made the effort. And it's, I agree. I think there's something so lovely about when people make the effort and it's not about what's right or wrong, what's in fashion. It's, it's not about any sort of judgment at all. It's just, it's just lovely when you go going. Cause I've got my girls, like we, every month, my girlfriends host a dinner and most of the time we're sort of low key, but tomorrow is the Christmas special where we all take a really awful gift to give each other. And, um, and I know we'll make the effort and it's just really nice. It's just, it's the sense of occasion. It's the excitement. It's the respect for the, you know, for the time of year. And I think all of that adds to creating a nice atmosphere and also making making yourself feel good, which is ultimately about it. You know, if you turn up in your, if I turned up tomorrow in my old jeans and a, you know, sloppy t-shirt and everyone else has made the effort, then I would feel off kilter. So I think, you know, when you dress up, you feel good. And, you know, you want to feel good when you're going somewhere that's like a party or drink. So, and, you know, somewhere at Christmas. So I think that's a good thing. And not in a judgy way, but if I did host a, a Christmas drink, so you, you preempt that, it means you're about to make a judgy comment, right? When you say, I'm not judging. 
don't hate me, but <laughs> um, basically, if I hosted a drinks party, I want people to turn up and make an effort. If someone comes in there, yeah. boots and a pair of crappy old supermarket jeans, I'll just be like, make an effort. Yeah, <laughs> we need to. I was, I, was another, okay. I was at another party the other day, and some people were saying that lady over there's got a Wellington boots on. Is that a thing? And she'd got these. Um, <laughs> I think they weren't actually Wellington boots, but they were definitely sort of like looked like a bit like Wellington boots, like chunky. Yeah. Men. It was a bit like, why does she wear those to like a house party? Well, I know you don't have to yeah. dress up, although it's still nice to dress up in a house party. It just felt a bit weird. I don't know if she'd walked across the field to get there or something, but uh, it was <laughs> so probably not. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> it was there, it was damage, yeah. So, but yeah, she Sorry. might. Well, that ain't one for me, Sally Jack. I said, there's not that many fields around there. <laughs> no, no, exactly. So, we were discussing it. People were a bit like, that's weird. But I never got around to talking to her, so I couldn't quite unpack it. <laughs> but a sense of occasion, like you say, sort of dress appropriately for, for the occasion. But this is something they said in the article, just to finish. You know, th this makes the over 50s look dowdy in an occasion dress kind of way. Because that that is quite an old fashioned way to dress is to, just to have an occasion dress, mm. you know. It's like you sort of, now you have you mix and blend and put it all in and wear it wear it with boots, you know. If you went to Glastonbury, you'd be wearing wellies, obviously with your yeah. glitter earrings, mi mixing it up a bit. But that sounds a bit random, just in the slightly random in these stunning. Yeah, yeah, but that sort you know that sort of phase eight getting a, go and get an occasion dress. Yeah. That is quite a frumpy, old-fashioned way to go about it, you know. You, yeah. You now sort of blend. So yeah, like... it's sort of still, still a bit of the, depending on the occasion. If it's not black tie, it's still sort of high low, isn't it? You don't want mm. to be sort of looking like you're going to a black tie do when actually you're just having drinks in the kitchen. So I think there is that element of combination. But I still think. Ultimately, if you love wearing your sequin dress or whatever, you know, I think if that makes you feel good and you walk in feeling confident, then like, it doesn't matter what anyone else says, does it? You know, I, I think. Mean, I mean, today I've got, and I've been to a meeting at the school, I've got a ski jumper and I've got a silver metallic skirt. And so I'm going to be on camera. So I need to add some things so I look festive on the podcast and I'll put the glitter earrings on then my kitten jumped up because she saw the sparkle and like scratched actually got my jugular you man little like some freak sparkly earring kitten <laughs> start bleeding out in the kitchen that's not very best <laughs> is it right we just think about that we're right. explaining that really anyway um right back to festive chit chat and we were just talking about that article so now i would like to know yeah. Your some go-to party looks that you would have. Have you got some ideas for party looks, Sally? <laughs> okay, yes. I mean, my go-to, my go-to sort of drinks look would be probably jeans and a sort of a statement blouse. I'd say, and depending on whether I have to walk there or not. Um, uh, I've got I've got a pair of sort of pointed heel boots in gold, and I've got a pair of sort of sparkly silver shoes, and and um yeah, so and and bags to match. So I kind of do a statement blouse, a pair of sort of wide leg or fl flared jeans, 
and then metallic shoes and bag and earrings. I think, you know, I've got various different combinations. I've got like a lovely silk, um, a chocolate silk blouse, which I love to wear. It's 100% silk, which I found in TK Maxx, which um, has been doing the rounds, drinks rounds for a few years. So, um, yeah, that would be my go-to look, I'd say. And I've just bought a new one from, have you heard of um, Naomi Perkis? She does sort of bespoke one-off pieces because she... she um, Buys like gets fabric, sort of old fabrics, and makes up new stuff of it. So I've just bought one of hers, which I haven't put on Instagram yet because I'm rubbish at Instagram. But um, yeah, that's um, that's my new one for this season. I bought one from her, which I'm really pleased with. So yeah, another statement blouse to add to my collection. Oh, very nice. I think I've heard of her. She might have done like a sparkly cord that I think I might have put on my blog. But so everything's remade, is it from old? Yeah, so it's old pieces of fabric, so like offcuts of fabrics, and she goes and hunts them. She finds these vintage fabrics, and then she makes them up into tops and dresses. So I went to see her at like you know, like they do sort of open houses for for her and Twisted Vintage, and um, I bought some like she upcycles um, jewelry. So I bought some earrings, new statement earrings. I do love a statement earring. And like, especially at Christmas do with my statement blouse. And yeah, so that's what, that's what I've got. So I, I'm not sure if I'm, that'd be Christmas day or boxing day as well, because, um, I'll be cooking as in on Christmas day. So I don't try to trust an exaggerated sleeve with me turkey, but, um, oh, yeah, so it could be boxing day. Wavy around. That's not. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm not, I'm not that grown up yet. I don't quite trust myself ever to wear something nice, like on when I'm cooking dinner. <laughs> what about you, Sarah? What are you going to be wearing? So, um, I don't know about a boxing net. So I just bought this blouse, which I was quite pleased about. So it's silky and bright pink. Um, and I, I've always got a bright pink blouse in my wardrobe because it's sort of my best color. Um, so I bought this and I bought some velvet wide leg trousers, both from Jigsaw. And I felt quite good in it when I went to the local <laughs> charity lunch until my friend told me that uh, Mary Berry had the same blouse and she's nearly... Shall I take that blouse back? Anyway, I've only on Instagram, so it's which we were. So yeah, that was a bit of a... She's quite cool though, Mary Berry. I don't know what she wears. I don't watch Bake Off. So anyway, I did like this blouse. Um, and I like bought... Does suit you? Really, essentially, that. Um, I've also got... Well, I've got a sequin top, of course, and that I had last year. And I've also got a silver Lurex um, sweater that I had from last year as well. And I've just got some new wide leg jeans, actually, which suddenly I feel, feel like... Sometimes if you feel like it's all a bit too much, I've kind of like, gone, oh, I'm going to wear that with that. And, and it feels like it... So they're, they're dark denim, so kind of like dress things down, but uh, just having that denim in the mix feels quite good. So that's what I've been wearing so far. And so I'm kind of like cycling through those. And I've got another purple shirt that I have with some sort of patterned kind of purpley trousers as well, which I have for absolutely ages, but the blouses near the trousers are old. So yeah, that's what I've been wearing. And then for menswear, actually, so I just did a blog on menswear and I was like, let's go for the easy route because we know how lazy they are. Um, so I've just gone red and green. So green, chuck it on over your jeans and a t-shirt and, and then you look festive. So there's like red check shirt, green check shirt, red Shetland sweater, 
green velvet blazery, but like a casual style. So yeah, we're the easy option for the guys. I love a bit of tartan as well this time of year. I have got mm. Scottish roots, so it might be because of that. But that is festive, isn't it? Because of the Hogmanay. Yeah. All of that. A bit of like maybe a tartan shirt for a guy, something like that might be quite mm. nice. That's festive. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm just yeah, I'm wearing like a loose dress that I got from White Feather Boutique, which is local in Hernhill. It's like, it's sold out. It was on Joe Wiley, who is a big style icon of mine. She, she she does, I describe her style kind of street glam, you know, which is, she'll wear really sparkly sequin dress. And she does, she's over 50 listeners. And she, in fact, I think she's about 57. She wears sequins practically all day long every day she's always she's always in a sequin wiley and she really rocks it as well and she wears you know big sort of um high top nikes with it you know really mixes that high low thing so this dress is loose it's like a t-shirt dress it's not fitted it's not slinky it's just loose but it's fully sequin stripes which i'm going to wear with little boots as soon as as soon as i've eaten the dinner which is obviously going to be loads and massive then you you don't have any slink to kind of worry about your tummy hanging out. It's like literally all hidden underneath a right. big sequined t-shirt tent. Claudine yeah. Yinkleman wears loads of sequins too, and she doesn't look old and frumpy, does she? Claudine Winkleman. No, she's amazing as well. I really like her style. Yeah. Yeah, Both of them. yeah. she does. Claudia Winkleman. Right, so, so next I want to find out a bit more about Christmas traditions in your house. So uh, before I do that, I was going to say, sorry about the attention to detail. I've skipped a bit out. Just like you said, Sonny, I love that. If anyone's listening, wondering what to wear, if you don't want to go sequins and pay attention to a bit of detail, just get a pair of metallic boots or a pair of sparkly earrings. Job done. So easy as that. One woman on, on this party I went to she had all black on but just spot yeah yeah exactly so you can just like wear yeah totally so just like a little bit of sparkle just a little nod to Christmas you don't have to go full-on sequins right now where I'm I'm getting lost on the podcast today it's Christmas it's the end of the year what was I asking Christmas traditions in your house do you play games do you all do Games all afternoon, is it all very relaxed? You just eat dinner and then veg out. What do you do? Sarah. So, um, well, I don't think we have super... So I don't have kids, so I go to my parents and we're going to my sisters. So when we used to, when we always used to go to my parents, we would always play games. So we always have to get dressed up. We can't know presents until you're dressed. And we have to dress up. We're not a PJ type family at all. I know some people that like, hang out in their PJs. Oh, onesies. I uh, hate that idea. We have to get dressed up. And um, I, we, no presents until you're dressed up, fully made up, etc. Um, And then we used to have dinner at like about one-ish, quite early. And then we would always play games and there was hundreds of us. As people have got all a bit older, we don't do that as much now, but we still might play a, um, a, a more subdued game. It used to be quite chaotic. But yeah, I, it's fun, isn't it? Sometimes we might watch a film, but my family are not great film watchers, really, much as I would sit there all day, every day, probably watching films. But yeah, we yeah, <laughs> we don't do that as much. But yeah, we just sit around. It's just quite nice to chat sometimes, isn't it? Because you don't really always get that time to catch up with people. Yeah, no. Well, that's, that's always nice. I mean, there's obviously quite a lot of 
wine in the mix often on oh. Christmas Day. Oh, so it's not nice. We we don't really drink. Oh, my really? Mom, yeah, my mum, my stepdad, my dad doesn't drink, so I don't generally drink over Christmas. Yeah, it's all very yeah, yeah. yeah it's all very tea oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Such massive drinkers, Irish, Scottish, and all of that. Everyone goes for it. <laughs> what, do you, what are your traditions then? What do you? How does your Christmas Day go? Um, so basically, we're at my brother's this year, and I'm in charge of cocktails and games. So we've all kind of been given jobs. So me and my niece are trying to work out a festive cocktail to kick off the proceedings and then um we'll have dinner served at three. Oh right. Yeah, is adamant, no later, three PM. Yeah. And then it's game. So I'm gonna do a Christmas quiz. I'm gonna do split the teenagers and the adults together in mixed teams and then we'll do like a Christmas quiz. I've got charades, which I love. Oh well I was just love. I really like that. We'll do a couple of team games. And my brother's got something called Cornhole, which is a an American game, I think. I actually have never heard of it. Um, and he's he's got that as well. And we'll just, yeah, all day. And then the teenagers will disappear and go on the on the Xbox or yeah, something like that. Yeah. And we've we've lost Sally. Um, Sally's sort of cut out. So we've got a few technical problems going on. I was going to ask Sally all about her her Christmas day. So Sarah and I will will carry on chatting about our our traditions instead and I was going to ask you next Sarah if money was no object what would you love to get for Christmas oh god money was no object to my relatives <laughs> what I'd like to get yep. I'd like to get a holiday to Japan that's what I'd like to get because I really want to go to Japan and I just don't get around to organizing it that's what I think I'd like to get so I was talking to my Japanese hairdresser yesterday and he's just about to go and I thought I really need to arrange it and for some reason just never quite get round to it. There we go. That's what I'd like for Christmas. And Sally's back. Sally's Sally's rejoined the studio, listeners. I don't know what's going on today. <laughs> Hopefully we can hear from Sally in a second. Um yes, so Japan, I would like a Mini Cooper. Oh the Chanel handbag. <laughs> oh right. Oh interesting. I don't well, well, you've given this quite a lot of thought, haven't you? She came straight off I that. think I Straight off the bat, I definitely, I want one of those Chanel handbags, the classic with the chain. Oh, really? Just beautiful Chanel oh. handbag. Maybe really? like a powder blue. Oh, a powder blue? Powder blue or, or black. We can hear you now. Yes, we can hear Sally. Can hear me. Sorry. I don't know what happened there. It's very strange. We're all losing it. We're all limping to the end to the finish line. We're going to talk about what we're going to do for our 2024 goals but what traditions do you have on christmas day do you do games sort of things uh no my one of my sisters hates games so she oh really won't have any games um so this year i think there's about 11 of us for christmas so uh which is less than normal um because my brother's with his girlfriend's family i've got everybody to mine on boxing day so traditions, sometimes we have an Irish coffee competition because um, my dad, um, my late dad um, was Irish. So, um, yeah, we always used to have an Irish coffee competition. So that's quite good. Um, yeah, to be honest, it's just chaos, really. It's just chaos and just all quite mad. And, um, yeah, sometimes a little bit of Chaz and Dave comes on at the end, you know, uh, a bit of dancing around. 
bit of dancing around the kitchen. But um, yeah, no traditions as, as such. Although we are quite traditional in this, you know, it's turkey, it's, you know, all the trimmings, it's a roast, it's Christmas pud, you know, and then cheeses. And then by that time, it's normally like about midnight. <laughs> And then you do it all again the next day. It's like, it's full on, isn't it? Yeah, I've got more people coming on Boxing Day. So my brother's coming with his two kids. I've got all this, the, the 11 coming back again and then plus some other people, like some friends and that. So, yeah, it's pretty full on. But I love it. You know, it's nice. But um, It is nice. You've got a lot of work to do then. You're hosting two days. I have got a lot of work. So I've got, um, yeah, I... I mean, like I say, I've, I've when when I first started doing it, I was like, I'm going to make my own mince pies, I'm going to do my own cranberry. Now it's just like, okay, I, I make my own stuffing. I do red cabbage, you know, I do all the vegetables, but I don't do anything fancy. You know, it's all sort of fairly basic, just a, a good roast yeah, and just traditional. Yeah, yeah. I want a traditional uh, roast dinner. If anyone does anything quirky on Christmas Day, it makes me angry. Yeah, <laughs> when I first met when I first met my husband, and I went to his house for my first ever Christmas dinner away from the family, they didn't have roast potatoes. I nearly cried. Oh no! I know. It's just like you when you me, but you know, I just still still have nightmares about it. Boiled potatoes. Did you get Did they have mash or something? Boiled. Boiled. Oh, boiled. Sorry, I didn't catch a bit. Ah, that would have been a deal breaker for me. I just would have left him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Well, you must love him a lot, Sally. That's all I can say. (laughs) I was, yeah, I, I, I did gloss over it, but I did, I didn't kind of let it go. If you know what I mean, I made it, I made it quite clear that it wasn't kind of acceptable. (laughs) Completely unacceptable. Where exactly at my at my in law's house, it's, it's kind of very much very quiet and calm. But our Christmas is the opposite; it's sort of chaotic and hectic. So this year, I'm having a chaotic, hectic Christmas, and it should be fun in South End by the sea, and then a walk the next day. And we're just going to finish off. We'll do some more monthly mashups next year. It's the end of the year. This is a time for reflection. Naturally, everyone feels like. Okay, what's ha- you know? You look back on the year, don't you, and think, well, maybe what could I have done better, or have I done too much? Have I not done enough? You know, what needs to change? That's completely natural to think that way as we're going into a brand new year. It's kind of exciting. It's like a line in the sand. Let's restart the year. Do you have any big goals, Sally, for the for twenty twenty four? Not yet. <laughs> I- I'll think about it. I, I think at this point, for, have we done this the past two years? And I say I'm going to get better on social media and be consistent, and then it doesn't happen. But um, yeah, I'm. I I really haven't got any goals. I just think it's been it's been a bit it's been quite a weird couple of years, isn't it, for us sort of business wise? I think you know just. I feel like I'm just getting myself back on track even to where we were pre-pandemic levels. So just kind of building on that and um, just being a, a good round, all round, nice person. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a good goal. I mean, you don't have to have like, you know, huge 
unachievable pressured goals but you know always striving to be nice is a good thing you know be <laughs> kind and that's, that's the answer I haven't thought about this clearly I'm, I've been too busy making pre, pre-preparing stuffing and um worrying about my Christmas dinner to think about my goals yeah. but next year I'll make sure I've got them next year you might need to be a bit more forgiving about boiled potatoes but other than that <laughs> Never. 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 What about you, Sarah? Um, well, so I'm changing some of my packages for work stuff. So I'm in the midst of doing that now. And um, I'm going to change my website, actually. So I don't know if that is that a goal, but that's something I'm going to be doing. I think it's time for a refresh. So, um, yeah, I'm going to do that. And, um, well, I was thinking about this. Um, and I think, so Sally and I went to a talk a while ago. And this woman um, is really into doing handstands. And I really want to be able to do some handstands. So I was thinking, maybe I should join a course to do, because there are actually <laughs> classes to do handstands. I want to be able to do a handstand next year. Okay, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. No point did I think Sarah's going to say she wants to learn how to do handstands. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's brilliant. I could do headstand just. But I know not always, I can't always stay up, but yeah, I can just about do this. Like, you want handstands? Handstands? Oh, were you like all gymnastics when you were at school? Not really, no, no, not particularly. I just, um, I don't know. I mean, I do yoga now, and I suppose it was a, a yoga thing. And then I think I saw it on someone else's Instagram where you can do a handstand in a doorway, and I thought I'm going to try that, and I can do it in a doorway because you've got that support. <laughs> try it okay. in a doorway. Yeah, you walk your legs up. Oh, <laughs> Sally's got literally, Sally's got no uh, goals whatsoever, and Sarah likes your hands at the doorway. So, yeah. yeah. I think I need to up my game. I might start with a forward roll because I'm not quite sure on my gymnastics. <laughs> you need to, Sally, did you not read the Destination Fabulous book? The... I did. I had read Destination Fabulous. I'm not quite sure I've got there, but um, yeah, it, it was um, it was good. It was it was very. It's it's a good book, definitely. It's for fun. women, midlife women, it's a good book. But yeah, yeah I got no intention of trying to handstand. I've got to be honest, but no, maybe a forward roll. Just... What, what is Destination Fabulous? What's so it's Anna Murphy, Destination Fabulous. So she was an editor on, I can't remember which magazine. Um, yeah, so Eddie time fashion director. Right. Um, so it's all about um, being in your 50s and embracing it and some of the challenges and, yeah, just how to get over them. I don't know how she deals with yeah. stuff. It's really good, actually. It's really inspirational. I thought I read it on holiday and thought, yeah. I wonder if she, I wonder if she says you can't wear sequins. Nah, I think she's totally missed sequins all the way, isn't she? I bet she wouldn't say that because she's very much about the the the, the whole premise of the book is about embracing midlife. You know, not shrinking away. Oh, we've lost Sally. Oh, lost Sally again. She was in a great. She was in a flow there. Oh, I think we're going to wrap. What's about hang on for today? What your what yours are for twenty twenty four? Your goal? Mine is fitness, always fitness related. Just being more health is health focused. Looking after myself more and just uh, nourishing my body and eating the right things, exercising so I feel good and alert. 
Hmm. Um, because when I feel like that, I work better and I'm, you know, more, I, I enjoy working so much and I enjoy getting things done, but you've got to feel good and feel, yeah. yeah, really healthy. And as I'm getting older, that's what I really want to focus on. So it's a bit boring. It's a bit vague, but no other real, you know, I've got no sort of real professional goals other than to just keep working with the people I'm working with and get enough money to pay my bills. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, it, you enjoy what we do. So I think I don't have massive goals, sort of. I'm just switching things around a little bit, but it's just I think when you enjoy what you do, you don't necessarily want to change it. You just want to do it, keep doing it. Yeah, keep doing it. Exactly. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I'm wrapping it up today because we've lost Sally again, and she was talking about that fabulous book, which is by Anna Murphy called Destination Fabulous. So if you're listening and you're in your 50s, that sounds like a really good stocking filler present mm. to ask. Wishing you all a really wonderful Christmas. Thank you so much for listening to the Star Stories podcast. A bit of a silly end of year wrap up today. We'll be back with lots more content next year. Thanks for listening. Thank you to Sally and Sarah for joining me for this Christmas monthly mashup edition of the Star Stories podcast. I am always looking for content for the podcast. If there's anything in particular you would like me to cover on the podcast that's to do with style, image or fashion, please drop me an email, lisa at lisagilbystyle.com. If I make an episode out of it, I will give you a shout out. Do remember to hit the follow and subscribe button as well. I have got an episode coming out in between Christmas and New Year which is with Lizzie Edwards, who is an amazing stylist, personal stylist in London. And we're talking about how to find your style and how to dress for work in 2024. So look out for that. That's dropping in between Christmas and New Year. Have a wonderful Christmas.